amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Do We Know Them? Episode 107, 107, Season 2, Episode 7. I'm just going to say them all now. That's what I've decided. How about you? I like it. I like it. I thought we just did 100. Like, how is it already 107? I mean, I know. These two a week, they add up quickly. They do. And I feel like it's just been kind of like a whirlwind of a couple weeks. Yeah, my dad is visiting. And when he got here, the day he got here, I filmed. And now he's leaving today and I'm filming. And he's like, didn't you just film? I'm like, yeah, that's how this works. (laughs) My mom says that all the time. She's like, I feel like you film every day. And I'm like, No, twice a week. If it's not filming, it's editing. You're doing something for the show. So it feels like you're always doing something. Yeah. Or like, I feel like there was a while where we had updates like multiple times. That's the worst because then we're really filming every day. Yeah. Which, should we start off with the update that we didn't do that I just like did a quick VO for because I need to talk about it more. Yeah. So wait, did you want to watch it again? What, What were you thinking? Sure. What Lily's talking about is the mining under the house lady. Hey guys, so sorry to interrupt, but you know what it means when one of our voices interrupts us speaking. And this one's kind of tricky because a big element and an important element, in my opinion, is that allegedly, this is all according to an investigative journalist, and this journalist has said that they have spoken to the neighbors of this woman. So this is all indirect information, but I'm presuming it to be true at the moment. According to her, the neighbors of this mining lady are almost all first-generation immigrants. I think she said the majority were from Central America. A lot of them did not speak English. English well. And she said that although they feared for their health and their safety in regards to this, they had no clue that this woman was doing this underneath their neighborhood. And despite what she says and what boundaries she thinks she stays within, that's very close to them. And they have said that they heard the ground shaking. They had no idea what was happening. And now that they do know, it's terrifying. They're obviously scared. They're not happy that this is happening. However, they don't want to retaliate because they do fear intervention from immigration. I feel a little uneasy kind of emphasizing and talking about it too much just because these people, like I just mentioned, have stated that they are scared. They don't want to come out and talk about this because they're scared of what that could mean. And we all, unfortunately, because this was such a popular thing on TikTok and everybody's talked about it, this woman's address is available. People know where she lives. They know the diagram of her neighborhood. Like everybody knows everything. This is the internet. And because of that, I just don't really want to talk about this very much. Like obviously we're moving on from Mining Lady anyway. Surprise, surprise. Uh, She's not going to be a topic next episode or the one after that, hopefully, or ever. But in this episode specifically, when we're doing kind of an update and we're reacting to her bizarre short film, I just didn't want to touch on this, even though her possible racism, possibly relying on the fact that these people cannot fight back legally. I do think that's an important and horrible aspect of all of this, but I just don't want to bring attention to a story that might hurt someone. Like if they don't want attention on it, I don't want to do that. And I know this is bringing attention to it, but to be completely honest, the only reason why I'm even talking about it right now is because a lot of you guys brought up the value point that the racism was pretty much the worst part of all of this, along with putting her neighbors in danger, obviously. Although we know that's a very important 
aspect and we're just acknowledging, yes, of course, this is ridiculous. We wanna focus on her and not put the focus on her neighbors just to keep them safe. So if you are someone who has even thought about reaching out to the neighbors or fighting on their behalf or anything of the sort, don't. I mean, please, for the love of God, just don't get involved in this. This is just something we're all watching from afar and, you know, just having a conversation around. So yeah, let's leave it at that. And with that being said, we can do that with every story we ever talk about. Thank you very much. That being said, we can move on to talking about the mining lady. And don't worry, this is not a long segment. We're almost done, I swear. We just want you to see what we think because I feel like we were just really unclear on how unhinged this lady is. And I'm pretty sure we're both terrified of her now. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say unsettled we were after seeing it. Well, yeah, like we went from being like slay queen, build up mine to like, please don't come near me. <laughs> scare me. Okay, well, so multiple aspects to it. First of all, it's a short film. That was such a weird choice. Okay, so let's watch it really quick. But basically, she decided to do a dramatic reenactment. It's a short film. She decided to hire a voice actor who might be, and this is no, you know, hate to him, might be the worst voice actor of all time. The fact that she got a voice actor already is interesting. But then um, he felt like he'd never maybe read the script before when he then <laughs> the lines like I thought you were gonna say it felt like he had never done voice acting before and I was gonna say yeah honestly I agree he just like said some of the words weird like he put the emphasis on the wrong parts of the sentence like I, let's watch good morning uh, I, I need a moment to pull over. Just give me- Actually, sorry to stop already, but- um, <laughs> That was quick. Not needing to pull over to be on the- Like, what? Don't you have speakerphone? In some states, that's illegal, Lily. Well, I mean, I think it's illegal to answer the phone as well. And it's also illegal to build a mine under your house. She clearly doesn't care. Pull over. Just give me a second. Just puts the phone down. <laughs> and that's not pulling you over. Sure you just stopped in the middle the city? Mm, yeah, I'm not available right now. Can you see if they'll come back tomorrow? Yeah, 10 o'clock, that, that's, that's fine. <laughs> okay, okay, bye. Have you ever seen Sing the movie? The, the animator? Yeah. <laughs> no. I went to the premiere. <laughs> oh, you just left. Interesting. I don't know if it's because I have kids, but I've seen that movie a thousand times. Anyway, this is giving, in the beginning, Matthew McConaughey, he plays the little koala. He's like in financial debt with the theater. Like he can't afford it and the bank keeps calling. And so he keeps telling his secretary like, hey, tell them I'll call them back tomorrow. And then she's like, well, they're actually in the lobby. And he's like, okay, well, I'm out to lunch. And he just like leaves. This is what she's doing. She's like, I'm not available right now. Can you come back tomorrow? Like, what do you think was going through her head? Like, shit. Oh, 100%. The the jig's up. Like There's no doubt about that. Like once she got that call, she knew it was over. Even though, interestingly enough, in her comments, it actually seems she doesn't believe it's over. We'll get to that. One of my favorite comments is, this was so well produced for absolutely no reason. <laughs> I love that people are saying that, but it's not. This is giving student film for mm -hmm. sure. Okay, okay, bye. Not the, <laughs> not the slow zoom away. The next day. This shot. Hello. Good morning. How you doing? Good morning. I don't know if you remember me. I'm Jack Smith. <laughs> yes. I'm a building official. This is Jimmy Jones with the zoning department. I'm Brian with inspections. What can I do for you? We have some complaints. Basically, we have some construction going on. Construction. So we were just here <laughs> to find out if there is and see what needs to be done. Uh, what kind of construction? Ma'am, are you kidding? 
I don't know, Kayla, you tell us. You're the one building a mind under your house. What's so crazy and like extra crazy about this is that she's documenting it all and going viral on TikTok for it. It's like, girl. The construction you've been documenting for a year. That's literally what I've said in my voiceover when I was just show her her TikTok like, bitch. This construction, <laughs> that was um, one of my favorite lines, but the other one is um, coming up. Yeah, basically they said it's excavation. Then you're pulling stuff out of the basement. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit? This is when she scares me because now you're just a liar. And her vibe is very ominous. Am I going to get in trouble if I say that, like, I feel like she's going to have them come in. And then if she thought she could get away with just, like, them never leaving, she would. Not the accusations. You're saying that the basement is giving, like, as above, so below vibes. Or what is the movie? Yes. yes. Obviously, she's not actually going to. I don't think she is an actual, I would say criminal, but... Mm debatable but if this was a horror movie she would for sure kill the inspector if it was a horror movie yeah and the shot is not doing her any favors like just slanted with the trees and the sunset yeah yeah yep yep can we go down and take a look sure and the music yeah so they did give me a the fucking transitions sometime later a stop work order and are requiring an immediate evaluation by a professional engineer shocking Fortunately, contrary to fuel rumors here, it is constructed entirely below the slab of my house and it shouldn't be too hard to get the permits and approval. So we'll be working on that. So that's all, that's where she ends it. Um, I've seen a lot of people say, that's optimistic of you. It's not gonna be easy to get permits. A lot of people I even saw commenting going, she didn't have permits? And I was like, wasn't it kind of clear that she didn't have permits? Well, no, I could see why some people would think that she would have because it's such an elaborate operation and there's so much money poured into it that why would she start constructing if she didn't have permits? Like, I feel like people don't even get like guest houses approved with permits. Like, she's not gonna get a fucking mine. I remember my dad had a outdoor laundry room idea where he wanted to build onto the house, which he should have gotten a permit for and he didn't. And so it was like a, I don't know, it was a couple feet maximum. It was the tiny little like outdoor area and HOA made him take it down. He had to demolish it. So yeah, they don't play around. And that's a he had people like a construction company come and do it. So they don't yeah. play with that even if it's constructed perfectly. No. So we shall see what happens, but I don't think she's going to be able to continue. Curious to see if she gets the permits. Call me pessimistic, but I don't think it's going to I'm not rooting for it at this point. Girl, you lost me. You lost me hardcore. Anyway, that was our reaction to the mining under the house lady. We are officially scared of her. Moving on. We have Three topics, none of them are particularly super long, but knowing us, we could ramble about each and every one. So we'll try to move through them quickly because I'd love to talk about all three of them. I have a lot to say. I'll let Lily choose. I think that's the tradition now. We have Michelle the bartender, again, our good friend and friend of the show not. We have a pink sauce update that is going to lead to just a mini rant. I swear I'll keep it so short, but I've been waiting for this one. Yeah, I was going to say, Jessie like didn't really care about the pink sauce. She just cared about something she gets to talk about with the pink sauce. It's been driving me bananas. And then we have Kian and Ayla. Kian Lolly, if you don't know. <laughs> Thank you. Um, let's start with Michelle the bartender. God bless you. Oh, you opened it for me? Slay. Thank you. Joey says hello. You Hi. see her there, but she's really there. No, she's there. Oh, you're everywhere. <laughs> this is a complicated topic because the thing that we need to talk about, we cannot show. And I would never show in a million years. I wouldn't even blur it out. I don't want that kid's voice on this channel. I don't want to show it. So we're just going to have to describe to you what Michelle the bartender did and left up. And it's still up right now on her TikTok account because holy Which shit. seems weird because I feel like TikTok is so strict about everything. I don't get it. I feel like TikTok picks and chooses. I don't understand how it works, how the algorithm works, what they shun and what they don't because it seems like they prioritize the weirdest shit ever. But this is like 
allowed and people have proclaimed their disgust. She understands that this is wrong or that people think it's wrong at the very least. And she just kept it up. So have you seen it? No. I've seen it written down what it is. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to show it to Lily because I feel like you need to understand it to talk about it. But I don't encourage anyone to go look at this. So we're going to watch this really quick and we'll be right back. So I showed Lily the main part of it and then we could watch the last part together and we could blur his face out because I think, you know, she talks for a second after. Basically what the video is, because we're not showing it, is he is on the potty with no pants on. She blurs out or she censors out his privates, but you see like his legs and the side of his like, you know, his body. Like you see him hunched over, he's crying, he's in distress. She keeps asking him if, if he has to poop. She's like, are you gonna let one out? Does it hurt coming out? Like, just like weird shit. And he's crying and being like, no, no. Like it is just so weird. She's focused so much more on the phone and filming. Right? She doesn't look at him once, I don't think. No, she's like literally just like, it's like she has, much more of a connection with the people she thinks she's talking to than oh and that's obvious with, with everything that she does but we will watch this last part together he lies he did he just pooped his pants Ryder, we gotta poop in the potty mommy doesn't want to change diapers anymore no no i don't really know what i'm doing Ryder will be two on january 20th so I know that it's around two that people usually try. I don't know if it's too early. I don't know. That's very clear that you don't know. Go on the internet. Yeah, I was about to say, there's a way to ask for advice and this isn't fucking it. My daughter's two years old. She's not even close and that's okay. You just keep it pushing. You try, keep it a positive relationship, but looking at them and remember, kids don't understand sarcasm at that age. So you being like, oh, like mommy doesn't want to change diapers and did you poop your pet? Like that seems very negative to him and it's just going to create more of a negative situation with the potty. Despite the fact, I mean, this is completely separate from the fact that you don't put your kid on the internet, going to the potty or naked or half naked, even at all, if you can. But if you do do it, make sure that they are fully clothed. Like people were pointing out the amount of saves that this has and like shares and stuff. And it's just like in this day and age, we know for a fact, it is not speculation. It's not a conspiracy theory that people have entire forums and weird shit dedicated to saving family vloggers or people who show their kids online's pictures. Or clothed kids. Well, and also I'm like, she has been experiencing a hefty amount of backlash, I would say for the last, how, when did we first cover her? Six months Probably. ago? Probably, yeah. Longer than that. She's had several incidents that have sparked a bit of backlash for her. Why would you, like, I've never seen her kid before. I mean, I don't know how often is he in Well, videos? that's really interesting that you pointed that out because one thing that I noticed after this video, when she got an insane amount of backlash, she started posting him more. More than usual, I would say, look I've before this. I've never seen him before. Like, if you look at this before and then look at after the potty video, he's posted here, he's posted here, he's posted here. Like, she uploaded at least three after the potty, no, four after the potty video so it's like she almost and something we know about michelle the bartender is that she doubles down and she gets irritated when people have something to say about her and i think this is her doing that she didn't like go out and address it and say you guys are weird for this or anything which she might you know it's that she tries to prove people wrong exactly so that's what she's doing and the way that she's doing that is by posting her son more look i'm a good mom I look at we have fun together like i get it there are so many cute moments with my kids that i wish i could post and i post there i mean i post 0.5% of them, if that. And I'll post it on stories so it disappears in 24 hours. But imagine like you grow up and you look back and you're like, you really film me on the fucking toilet and put it on your TikTok? Like, really? I don't know if that was the first time she's posted about him, but I've definitely never seen him before. And I'm like, why would that be something that's like, 
you know what? We really got to film this. I know. And now it's like segued into her posting him multiple times. But I'm like, why now? I know. That's pretty much it. There's not much more to it other than, wow, stop exploiting your child, especially in that way. There are creeps out there. And it's not worth and it. And what I started to say is that she's been receiving so much backlash. Why would you introduce him not even just in a time where you're getting hate? Like, why would you introduce him now when you have so much scrutiny constantly? Why would you want to bring your kid into 100%, that? A hundred percent. Yeah. I think that's a completely different element of it that she does not understand. It's like all that negative energy, instead of being towards you, whom it should be towards, is not going to be towards your kid in one way or another. Like, don't do that. Well, and she's not going to be happy with the outcome when it's the same thing of like telling us all about your marriage and like venting about that well guess what if you do that and you open up your life with your kid to the internet then they're gonna have opinions on that too and you're not gonna be happy about it but to do it pantless is just another level of weird exactly there's several layers to this um but this isn't part of it just to end that on a less disturbing note when i was looking for this tiktok i found another tiktok and it has copyrighted music so i'll mute it the whole point is that it's a tiktok trend it was a TikTok trend way back. This is literally a TikTok from 2022. I was just gonna say, is she pregnant? Yeah, she was pregnant with her son who's now almost two, but oh my God, guys, happy new year. We literally haven't said that once. Oh yeah, happy new year. <laughs> guys, 2024. before we filmed our last episode, like when we filmed it, it was not the new year. So when we posted it, it is the new year. So we didn't say happy new year. And then now we just forgot. I just lose track of the days. <laughs> um, but anyway, this was a trend where people were doing their celebrity crush versus who they married. And people would marry people that look very, similar to their celebrity crush. Well, <laughs> this is not making fun of anyone's looks. Okay, so before you come for me, it's just funny and I actually gasped when I saw it. So that's all. It says when your celebrity crush is Jason Momoa. And Jason Momoa, I mean the fattest crush I had on him for the longest time. It was disgusting and he's a Leo. I know he would crush my soul if you ever had the chance. But let's see her husband because he steps into the frame. That's the trend. So here she is. She's like, hell yeah, my celebrity crush is Jason Momoa. And you ended up marrying a man who looks just like him. In comes her husband. <laughs> is that his real hair? Me waiting for you to say something. <laughs> Were you flabbergasted? <laughs> this is setting me up for Well, instead of us saying anything, we'll just read the comments. Dollar General Jason Momoa. That's Mason Genoa. Ma'am, that's Justin Mimosas. <laughs> You met Jonathan Davis, the lead singer of Corn. Someone said, any man who is tall with long hair, middle-aged moms. Oh my God, Jason Momoa. And then what's crazier is that her caption, her caption's what got me. The caption says he even put the cut in his eyebrow. Cause you know how Jason Momoa has like a scar or something down his eyebrow. Uh -huh. And when you zoom in, he did do that. But like he put that in manually, I guess to look more like Jason Momoa. Do you oh. need a picture of Jason Momoa for reference or you got it? No, I know what Jason Momoa looks like. It's just not that. Honestly, it has nothing to do with whether he's a good looking man or not. It's simply that he looks nothing like Jason Momoa. And she's just like, oh my God, I slayed it. Married his twin. But anyway, that was our quick little venture down Michelle the bartender <laughs> road. My favorite road to travel down. Is it? I'm lying. But anyway, we can go down the next Let's road. Let's just go through the line. I go love to, to cover. Sauce, yeah. Get out. Oh my God, guys. Girlies, I don't really talk to many people, okay? So you're going to have to deal with me. So... When I saw that there was a ping sauce update, I was like, oh God, what is it now? Because I just, I can't, I'm over it. It's been like a year we've been covering this. You tried the sauce and the pink sauce, which really we shouldn't call it pink sauce. We should call it peach sauce. Well, I mean, the label is pink. <laughs> now I'm gonna try it, even though I know I'm gonna hate it. Preface, 
Okay, don't get your panties in a twist. Lily only likes like ketchup and pizza. I'm a horrible person to be reviewing this because I don't like sauce, but also like, what even is it? Like, I don't, it's, it looks like salad dressing. But it's been advertised as like being a dressing. It could be a, like an all purpose thing, kind of like honey mustard or ranch, that it could be a salad thing, but you could also have it on virtually like anything. All the bottles on the shelf at Walmart were different colors. That's not normal. Like if it, they're all gonna be peach, okay, whatever. You just couldn't like get the pink. But why are they all different colors? It's definitely like a pale. It looks like, like Thousand Island. Separation is normal. Shake before using. Ooh, it's got a seal. Uh, oh, that's not a seal that came off to. You could say that. This totally would have been a cheat day episode back in the day, wouldn't it have been? Like a whole pink sauce episode or something. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. That they would have like made things out of this. Yeah. Ew, like spaghetti, but like with that as a sauce. Oh my God, I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> you gotta like douse it. Wait, what's it? What does it smell like? What does it smell like? <laughs> Do you want to know what it smells like? Does it smell sour? Like when you walk into a subway. <laughs> and something else. It's very, it's very potent smelling. Oh, Lord. oh yeah, let it drip. <laughs> oh my God, I don't want to eat it. Do it. No, oh, I like it. What does it taste like? It kind of tastes like, I haven't had ranch in a very long time, but definitely kind of ranchy. It tastes, I get the aftertaste of like chips with ranch on them, you know? The fake ranch, like the powdering. Oh. It feels very artificial. Tasted like ass? Case closed, you know? We're, we're done with this. Is there more of an update than I, I just kept getting tagged that it's on clearance places and it's like super cheap? Well, okay, so I don't even know where we left off, but I know that there was some confusion when we did our last update when we had said that her and Dave's Gourmet, who is the people that manufactured her sauce and actually got it in Walmart and all that shit. Because if you don't remember when she first launched her sauce, it was a disaster. She was making it out of her kitchen and surprised that didn't go well. I cook things in my kitchen and there's hair and everything. It wasn't even just the making it in her kitchen though. It was shipping it unrefrigerated and like open. So it was like exactly. leaking and like, it wasn't great. There was a lot of problems. What do you mean FDA approved? I don't sell medical product. So Dave's Gourmet swooped in, started manufacturing the sauce. Everything seemed to be going well, but surprise it didn't because apparently what Dave's Gourmet has provided receipts for, which is something we didn't understand when we first covered the update because she had started a GoFundMe and said, I need money. Dave's Gourmet didn't pay us like yeah. anything. And we were like, what the fuck? That sucks. But that's not what happened. What actually happened is that Dave's Gourmet paid her out and actually paid her in advance for things because she would ask for money. She even asked them to pay for her birthday party and her birthday dress. Her birthday dress was like $600 or $800, something like that. And she wanted them to cover it. I can see with her attitude and her like past record, how she would be very entitled. She seems like the type. I mean, she literally was like borderline poisoning people and didn't think it was a problem. Exactly. And when they called her out, they were the problem. Yeah. She's like, why wouldn't you email me privately? It's like, Huh? And if you guys remember her sauce when it was first sold, okay, in her kitchen, from her kitchen, I mean, it was $20, right? So people were buying this for $20 a piece. It was over $7. It used to be 20. Do you remember? Oh, from her, from her directly it was 20? Yeah, in the like plastic bottles so that you she had. You were paying extra for botulism. Mm -hmm. Do you remember how much you bought it from Walmart for? It was like $7.99 or something. That's more consistent with like a regular sauce price. It's like, girl, relax. But Days Gourmet basically announced that they didn't know how much longer they were going to be selling it. They provided all the receipts that they had paid her out, etc., and they discounted it. So that's all we knew, right? Well, then, surprise, it starts showing up in Dollar Tree, <laughs> which... Oh. 
I have to say, I see brand names in Dollar Tree all the time. So I don't think it's completely unfathomable that it would be sold in Dollar Tree. There's like, isn't there like Heinz and like name brands there? Well, so it's funny because for some reason, the only thing that's popping in my head right now is that I saw someone do a video where, have you, do you go to the Dollar Tree ever? Mm-hmm. All the time. The Dollar 25 tree now. Does it cost Bullshit. a Dollar 25? It does. It's a dollar, literally it's a Dollar 25 tree. <laughs> there was rioting happening in my town when that came out. I used to go on occasion for, um, um, clever to like buy random like props or stuff just because we had no budget and it was like Lily put this entire season of a show together for $50. When I would go I would see that they have like a lot of food. They do they have freezer sections and everything. And I'd be like wow and I like wasn't shopping for myself at the time and I was like always in a hurry but I'm like wow I mean should I like maybe come to the dollar tree like especially because they even had like two liter bottles of soda and stuff and it was like still only a dollar. So I was like, oh, that seems great. Later, years later probably, I see a YouTube video, I think, where someone was going and showing the types of food they have there. I don't remember what they had looked at specifically besides they have like craft singles, but I don't think it was craft brand. And nowhere on the packaging does it say the word cheese. Well, craft singles doesn't say cheese either. But it says like cheese product. This brand is from the Dollar Tree. It retails for $1. It has 16 slices in here it says it's American slices um, it's from the brand Sunny Acre so the first thing that I noticed from this cheese is nowhere on the package does it say cheese that is sign number one that this is not the same as craft so the Sunny Acres brand says American slices pasteurized processed sandwich slices nowhere on this package does it say cheese when something is not cheese they cannot advertise it to be cheese that's why it doesn't say cheese on there so that is not cheese I don't know I don't want to put that picture out there because on the contrary, I actually see this girl on TikTok all the time on my For You page where she cooks only using Dollar Tree stuff and she makes like whole Thanksgiving dinners and like they have good stuff and it's an amazing option for people who need to have a lower budget for their food stuff. I mean, fuck, I'm all for it. I'm That's a great deal. But I just remember seeing a video because I was thinking like, I need to go there more often and it was like, Oh, maybe not. I think that it depends. And I, you know, I would use your better judgment. Just like when you're at the grocery store and you're choosing meat or something, like well, that's you just want to look for what looks the best. You just be very conscious of what the expiration dates are because I guess the idea would be that they are cheaper because they're like the end of the road. I mean, yes, in a sense, but not necessarily past your expiration date. So I was looking at the expiration dates on the bottles that people were showing of the pink sauce in the Dollar Tree. And it's November of next not next year now, it's this year, 2024. So November of 2024, that's a short life for a store to buy like Publix or something. Like they're not gonna wanna buy something that expires in a year, I don't think. They're gonna want something that expires in a few years if it's shelf yeah, yeah, stable. Yeah. So it may be close to its expiration date, but that doesn't mean it's expired. Like it's definitely still got a lot of life to it. I think it's interesting though that you mentioned that because it feels like sauce has a long shelf life. <laughs> like I feel like it, it didn't come out that long ago. How would it already be expiring? Uh, it depends. If they manufactured it, I wanna say this started manufacturing what like a year ago now it feels like yeah i feel like they, that would be something that maybe not i i don't know anything about food <laughs> well that being said i want to watch this tiktok because you can see just how pale and sickly it looks and i i don't know if that has anything to do with the expiration date but the sauce that, just looks I disgusting feel like it was kind of the case in walmart as well i know no it was but it just like every time i see it i'm like oh my god the beige sauce i can't well because that was the annoying part because her marketing she would put filters on and it would be like hot pink which i mean that doesn't look very appetizing to eat either to me but you know also really quick to just throw in here we're 
rumor has it she's starting a blue sauce, which I'm like, girl, are you trying to be like the Heinz ketchup back in the day when they were just doing all the little colors, like limited edition? And purple and <laughs> you know what's so funny is when I was watching a video on this and it says she's starting a new sauce. In my head, I was like, what is a blue sauce? And then it was. I was like, oh my god. But um, this was the TikTok of the lady in Dollar Tree. TikTok. I had to show you guys this. I don't even care if I'm recording while I'm working. Did she make it? Did she make it? As seen on TikTok and Instagram? Seriously? Look, y'all. A whole shelf of pink sauce. Someone said, damn, how many keys do you have? I was like, you. It was very, very loud and jingly. Um, I mean, yes, I understand that it used to be sold for more, but also you were just saying, and I saw them on the shelf, like they have other name brands. So I feel like it's not like a complete. I know, but it's just kind of like when you look at the journey as a whole, $20 sauce she sold by herself, no, for $7.99, sure. let's say at Walmart. Now it's $1.25. It is kind of the fall from grace. I think it is even more telling though that like, not that it's sold at Dollar Tree, but like when it's still sold at Walmart, you find it like by the like caseload in the clearance section. Oh yeah, that's true. It is on clearance as well in the places that it was previously sold by the other sauces. It's just not going well. And that's no surprise because obviously the relationship, even if it was just that alone between her and Dave's Gourmet is dying. So that's gonna make the sauce not And I mean, like think of how many people probably were like same as me that bought it just to try it once and like- And then it was it. I think I said that one time that we covered the pink sauce and I was like, I don't imagine this is like anyone's favorite sauce. Like it doesn't seem that delicious. It's not like like a revolutionary thousand island or something that like changed the game. But moving on to another aspect of this, which is Allie, okay? So Allie is the girl that reviewed the pink sauce. It was looking a hot mess. I think it had glitter in it or something. It was just not, like she got the original batch and yeah, it, it was, didn't go I was well. gonna say, it was the kind that was made in her kitchen. Yeah, and that was when people were trying it and that's why we covered it because it was like, this girl's making sauce in her kitchen. It's bright pink, what the fuck is this? The girl Allie tried it, but she really wasn't even like super harsh my bottle doesn't look swollen okay it doesn't it gives there's no swollen i've checked the seal everything's good on that a little bite is not gonna hurt me and if it does and it gives me food poisoning at least i'll lose a couple pounds and if i get sick at least i have someone sick with me um so it's sealed okay there's no air coming in or out of it so it just it smells like ranch, like it smells like the dry ranch packaging. So there's really not like a bad smell to it at all. All right, she's a little bit more brave than me. So we're just gonna put that on there. I'm just gonna try that much. So cheers. cheers. Doesn't really have a taste. It is um, like sweet ranch. The aftertaste, I'm not messing with. It's like watered down ranch, just like everyone's saying, but yeah. There's like a, a sweet aftertaste that is not good. Like I would not eat this on my pizza. I wouldn't dip my chicken nuggets in it. She, she will, obviously, because she's still eating it. So if anyone ends up in the hospital, it's going to be her. But it's not bad. Definitely not worth $20 a bottle. But we support small businesses. I don't know if she's fixing things or not. That's not my problem. But it's decent. Not decent enough to buy. 
for twenty dollars. For twenty dollars, and I don't really care for the taste. It's not disgusting, but it's not for me. But then that was when she gets invited on the Karamo show which I still can't believe that was a thing that happened. Apparently, like the whole reason that this girl has been brought on is because Chef P is trying to like frame it as that this girl has sent like this hate mob after her and people are threatening her and her children and all this stuff. And are I'm like- they? To be honest, the people that I saw that were doing the worst reviews were the people that didn't even get the sauce. It was like people who were just commentating on like the things that they saw online. And even then it was just them being like, hey, this doesn't make sense. I did not see a single soul bullying this woman. Like, come on. Okay, but why would I contact someone who's fabricating something on the but internet? Fabricating not what? Honest, you're not special. You're not special. Okay, okay. girl, you know what? I see what you're doing, it's amazing and all. I'm a supporter, but I think you should look into this. Take this step. That's what she's saying. Did you she research this? Did you check out your packaging there? Why would she do that? She is not your goddamn manager. Thought I'd leave that voice critical to admit it. Dude, because, seriously. True, why the hell? It's not her responsibility to like address your, like you can only receive hate if it's formatted in a certain way. You're not a legitimate business. You're a private chef that decided to make a sauce in a bucket and sell it. Okay. That's literally what you did. And you only sold any single bottle of pink sauce because of the internet. Girl, then what the fuck game do you think we're playing here? Like this is what it is. That's it. And that's the thing. It's like, they're not critiquing you as a person it's like well that's the funniest part because she's acting like a pit bull right now like you're not like girl like then why are you so sensitive she shifts her tune later oh. and like her, she's like when i said you're not special i didn't mean as a person but um first <laughs> feel safe. that you're not special i meant that as you're not special as far as someone trying to hurt me use different topics to build their platforms that's all I'm what are you clapping? What are you clapping for? Literally. I think this is a moment of reflection. Absolutely, and I think it's a mo moment of learning on both parts. I think the learning is more on your part. <gasps> yes. And Stop. Stop it. I think the learning is more on your part. Do you live in fucking Jupiter? I literally, I'm freaking out again watching it. How? How is that? How is that real? Oh my god. And then the way he's like, I think it's more on your part. Like this very condescending. Are you joking, sir? But like, in what way could he possibly think that she needs to learn from this? That's the thing. I'm like, what reality are you living in? Because we're not there. It took two seconds to research the pink sauce and find out that Chef P was 100% in the wrong. Like she was literally endangering people's health. Yeah, so we covered that and we were like, why the fuck would this talk show host, Karamo, have both of them on and like bamboozle Ali, who was a consumer that was unhappy with the product and very rightfully reviewed it in not even a horrible way and like bombard her and tell her it's her fault and she brought hate onto Chef P. Well, they ended up after all the backlash, they deleted that episode of the Karamo show. Karamo show, I think apologized or put out a statement or something. We covered all of that. But something we didn't cover was that both Chef P and Ali went back in the Karamo show. Now, they didn't go in person. It was like a video call and they all squashed their beef. Karamo apologized, Chef P apologized, Ali accepted the apology. And honestly, Ali handled it pretty well while getting publicly shamed on the show too. Like, I don't know what I would have done. I would have been like, just like Agreed. dumbfounded that they were actually trying to pull that. A hundred percent. But imagine everyone's surprised, especially Ali's, when she realized this. 
I am shook right now, guys. The pink sauce lady, Chef P, has blocked me. I don't know if I should be honored, but someone texted me this morning and they're like, hey, did you know that the pink sauce lady is releasing a blue sauce? And I'm like, no, but you guys know I'm gonna be the first one to try it. Yeah, she must not want me to try it. And you guys probably don't know this, but me and Chef P have no more beef, okay? After her and Mr. Karamo Brown apologized to me, after gaslighting me on national television, we were good, we were chill. Like I supported her because that is just the person I am. And so I was so excited about going to look into this blue sauce. I can't find her shit nowhere. So I went to my other two accounts, can't find her shit nowhere. She must've been really invested in me to find both of my other accounts that I do other products like beauty and fashion I know the on. feeling. I thought maybe she deleted her account, okay? Cause there's no reason why she should block me. So Chef P, I have a question for you. I need y'all to let Chef P know in her comments that I really want to try this blue sauce. That's so weird. I, again, I can relate, but like that's super weird. But even though that's super weird, it's now time for me to rant for a second because I've had this plaguing my life. Guys, we've talked about TikTok shop a little bit, a wee bit. We've talked about how it's the new QVC. It's like you're scrolling, you're wanting to have a good time. You're almost, you're going to sleep. You know, in that stage where you're like almost asleep, your phone almost falls out of your hand. And then it's just someone like, have you guys tried this? You're like, ah, okay. What is, I know what? I don't spend a whole lot of time on TikTok, but literally that, I don't see that ever. That's impossible. That's not an option on TikTok. I refuse to believe that. No, because I hear other people say that too. And I'm always like, really? I don't, I don't really ever see too many advertisements. Well, I'm going to show you is a perfect example of what most for you pages look like nowadays, because listen, I want to preface this by saying I know that part of being an influencer is selling things. I'm not an idiot. We sell things. We do brand deals like that is a form of selling and sales. <laughs> yeah. Once a month or something. I don't know. But that being said, when all you do is sell the influence, not only is it diluted because of the oversaturation of your ads, but it is a nuisance. Like I don't appreciate when all someone does is sell. It, it drives me a little bit insane. I understand people need money and rent and all that stuff, but it just, it's not what a platform is for in my eyes. I'm like, if I wanted that, I would just watch the QVC channel. You know what it really reminds me of is, and it kind of makes me laugh every time it comes up on my TikTok feed, but that one scene from the Truman Show where she's trying to sell the hot cocoa. I haven't seen the Truman Show in so It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Why don't you let me fix you some of this new Mococo drink? All natural cocoa beans from the upper slopes of Mount Nicaragua, no artificial sweeteners. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Who are you talking to? Me on TikTok every day of my life. Like it's literally just like every single TikTok, it's the most amazing thing you've ever seen. Anyway, the reason why I'm saying this is because Ali bless her heart, but oh my God, I have never, and I mean never, seen an influencer more on my For You page promoting TikTok shop products. Everything is the best thing she's ever seen. And so I was curious one day when I had seen the 10th TikTok in a row of a different product that she loves so much, I clicked on it and I was in awe. When I say 100% of her content is TikTok shop products, I'm not joking. It is a hundred, there is no content without TikTok shop products. How many followers does she have? She has 361,000 followers. And also she is someone that gets a lot of virality on her products. So brands will sponsor her specific TikToks. And I'm sure she's seen success with it. And I know that's why she keeps doing it, but I am just flabbergasted that this is what influencing has become. And I know TikTok is making it so that they're like promoting this extra. They want people to do this, but like she's no longer a content creator. She's just a salesman. Well, that's why I was asking about her followers. Cause I feel like she had like a decent following that she like, it, it's not like she's like trying to get every dime she can before the 
<laughs> the 15 minutes runs out, you know? I don't understand why she's gone this route, but I'll scroll through a few and you could just see. It's literally like, for reference, when you pull the assets, all you have to do is click on the first one and just scroll down. <laughs> it's literally just all of them. You said that she does, um, she gets like virality on them. Does she do like promoting stuff and then hope that the, like, does the brand come afterwards? Exactly. So you'll see it here. It says eligible for commission. That's what TikTok does. It allows you to link a product on TikTok shop. That makes it eligible for commission. A brand can pick that up and sponsor it. But if people, even if the brand doesn't sponsor it, buy it from that link that you linked, which if it says eligible for commission, she did link it from TikTok shop, you get a commission of that. It's cents on the dollar. I don't know how much it is, but she gets commission even if the brand doesn't pick it up. I have seen um, people point out that like, depending on what the product is, if there's like not a very saturated market, like you can make a shit ton. I think it's different for every product. Yeah, it's, I don't know there how it works. one specifically, it was like a, like a shadow work journal. Oh my God, that one plagued me. It plagued me. You don't understand. That thing was following me in my dreams. I just believe, and I'm a person that I consider myself, unfortunately, much more of a consumer than I like to be. I consume a lot of products I like to buy on Amazon, like little trinkets and whatnot. Flashback to Lashgate when you bought the mascara. <laughs> oh my God, literally me. Like I'm very easily influenced. But that being said, how many things can you fucking love? Like how many things? I just- well, Honestly, that's kind of my gripe in general with beauty influencers. And even like the lifestyle gurus that like, were popular back in the day. It's like favorites videos. How many favorites could you have? They're not, they aren't a favorite anymore. There was some products. I'm not gonna mention the brand. I don't wanna trash anybody, but I'm such an idiot. I still buy things that Michaela Nagara will suggest. She suggested a group of products. She's I bought them. Lying. I know Lily, but I'm a fucking idiot. What do you want from me? I'm just dumb and I struggle through life because of it. Did you see the one where she did like face full of makeup I've never heard before and she just shit on all of it completely? I did. As if it was kind of like to make up for the fact that she's been like shilling out. I did, I did. And then she got mad on Christmas. We never talked about this, but she got multiple stockings uh, filled with beauty blenders and people thought it was sponsored. And she came onto Instagram and was like, you guys are basically fucking idiots. Like, why would you think that's sponsored? And she got very upset. Because all of your content is sponsored. Exactly. And you don't disclose properly. And that's why we think that. Yeah, I was but gonna say that's anyway. your fault. If you disclose them, no one would have to assume. Right? But I still have bought things that she mentioned. And oh my God, Lily, when I tell you that like the products that she suggested were so ass, I tried them and I thought I was crazy. I was like, no, this can't be because she says it's literally just as no, good as this product. No, you're stupid. That's... <laughs> that, yeah, exactly. I was just like, oh my God, I am an idiot. She's a talented makeup artist, but wow, do these people lie? But anyway, I'm just gonna literally, I'm gonna press play on her first TikTok and I'm just gonna scroll for just just a few seconds so we can just see a vibe. Just the first few seconds of these TikToks. My friends thought it was so funny to give me another one-up challenge for Christmas because I guess I did the- That's linked on her TikTok shop. We are back with viral TikTok foods and I can't believe we're- Viral TikTok foods. This right here is the best thing I've ever eaten in my life. So let's try seafood ramen boil today. That was sponsored. I don't think I've ever been so excited to eat- So question, do you think, for example, like beauty break, I got really positive comments most of the time. And then there was a point that they like started to take a turn and was like, Lily Stone negative lily doesn't like anything <laughs> i was like yeah i mean true i don't like everything but also it was in contrast because jocelyn loves everything she can find the positive in anything and it's not in a way that she's doing it to like sell the product because we sure as fuck weren't getting any sponsorships on beauty break but like is this like a jocelyn who like loves everything or is she just lying like michaela well i don't even think that's a fair comparison because as soon as you're either receiving the product for free which is something that tiktok does a lot it'll offer certain creators 
produce products for free in exchange for videos. I don't know how that works, but I do know that people say, hey, I got this for free, so I have to review it or like weird shit like that. So I don't know how much she's gotten of it for free, how much she's actually purchasing. But I think as soon as you're making a commission, all of that's like null and void. Jocelyn was just, even if she got things for free, but it was like things you just had in your office that like brands didn't have any like, hey, you have to review this or something. It becomes a much more genuine review. If she actually loved it, then she actually loved it. But she genuinely loves everything. Exactly, I'm sure. But this girl, it's hard to tell because it's like you're buying this to show it on your TikTok because that is 100% yeah. of your content right now. As an influencer who's been doing this for almost 10 years, or I think 10 years at this point. Yeah, 10 years this year. Oh my God, that's scary. Happy anniversary. <laughs> I understand picking and choosing what you promote is so important. And the fact that it's just not on TikTok anymore, it's just like, well, yeah, it's just TikTok shop. Because in no way does she get a bunch of comments about being like a sellout or like things that we would have gotten commented on like a million times by now. My question was basically like, do you think she seems at all genuine about, I mean, obviously you can't be like, this is the best thing ever for You can product. watch one through if you want and you can be the, you can be the judge because I don't know. I'm not sure. Like here, she's literally put in her caption, okay, soda talk and water talk. If you haven't seen the viral Red Bull with creamer, you're missing out. It's so good. But then like she's promoting the cup that she's putting it in. Like, I don't know. Is that the cup is just a rhinestone cup with happy faces? Is it cute? Sure. But I don't know. Yeah. Like, it's just weird. It's just at a certain point, like, how much consumerism are you promoting? <laughs> exactly. So this year we decided for our friend's holiday party, instead of doing charcuterie boards, we are doing noodle bowls. Everyone's bringing their favorite noodles and we're going to rate them. So I went to Target and there was a ton of different serving options, but I had to find the one that was most aesthetically pleasing. Honestly, it was kind of overwhelming because I wanted bowls for the wet noodles and plates for the dry and I wanted to... Girl, like, you're not going to convince me that, like, you didn't completely tell your friends to make noodles just so you could promote these noodles. And look, it works. You got a paid partnership. Like, I'm just like, what is happening? Not alone. I could not fathom having all of my friends, like, participate in, like, I would rather like, die. I think the only person I've ever probably had in a branded post would be Jocelyn. I've had people in branded posts, but not, like, circulating my, like, dinner plans around them. Like, it's just like, hey, can you do this really quick? Especially if the other person's an influencer as well. But, like, it gets kind of awkward because it's like, you're making a shit ton of money. And then they're just having to do it because I guess they're being good friends. Which, like, yeah, I would do it for a friend, but also not, like you know and listen we have you know supported ali we still support her in the pink sauce situation i'm not saying that she deserved to be like anything i'm not saying anything bad about her i'm just no, saying I think like more um constructive criticism is like maybe be a little more choosy with what you're promoting because eventually people are gonna get sick of it i would assume i would have to think yeah i i think i've spoken about this a million times where i've said your integrity as an influencer is everything i think that people when they see things like this even though they may not comment on it and even though you still may get a few purchases here and there because someone sees you on their for you page or whatever the case may be you, you find success there but ultimately in the grand scheme of things you found a platform hold on to that and don't lose people's trust and i think this is just degrading her like play integrity. the long game i would say yeah for sure but that's my rant because when i tell you she is on my for you page she's on my for you page it is funny because like of all the people to be talking about it it's like we both have always been like so mortified when we're doing brand deals. Like I've had some where it was like no brainer. People are gonna like be excited that I did this because it was something I already was like super passionate. It would be like if I got a truly sponsorship right now, people would be like, oh my God, finally. I never got the Dr. Pepper. Well, see, that's the dream. The dream is to promote something you love so much and use on a daily basis. Now it's a different story yeah. when you promote something that you do like, you've tried the product. It's not something that you knew about before you were sponsored. So like a lot of times, if someone wants to approach us with something that we've never tried, 
tried, hey, send it to us. We need to try it for a certain period of time and then we'll decide if we like it, if it's a product or like a physical thing. There are circumstances where we can try the product and say, shit, this is actually really good. Down to talk about it because it's great. And I wouldn't mind if my followers bought this. But that being said, those I'm far less likely to take than one that's like Semperd, for instance. Like I love Semperd and I used yeah. Semperd before we got sponsored. So like there's certain things that I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, like no problem. But if you are trying something just because it is sponsored, keep those at a minimum. You don't want that to be the bulk of your sponsorships. I definitely wasn't ever being offered like a ton that I was turning down because I, I don't think I was getting offered a ton to begin with, but I was getting them pretty consistently. But they would be for things that like you would need anyway, maybe it would be like, Oral-B tooth, like electric toothbrush. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll take right. an electric toothbrush. And it is a good toothbrush. Yeah. So like, sure. But not something where it's like, I've never lied about something. Well, and again, I'm not saying that she doesn't like every product she talks about. I'm sure because listen, I bought a lot of shit off a of TikTok shop. I can go every day and be like, oh my God, look at this thing I got on TikTok shop. It's just, you don't want that to be the bulk. It's just, it reduces, it oversaturates everything. I mean, literally someone who I have supported in the past, like has showed up so much on my For You page that I'm irritated now. Like that's not good. Well, and then it just makes you kind of wonder after a while, or at least, I mean, it makes us wonder, I guess, maybe not everyone is like this, but if the reaction is genuine, because it's like, if you love everything, like even the brand deals that I've done where I did really like the product, I wasn't like, this is the best thing I've ever had. It was just like, no, I'm just telling people about it. And if they want to get it, they can. Yeah, I remember one specifically that she did that was a tart trio because for some reason tart is on tiktok shop and everything is like half off i thought it was a scam at first but i guess it's not i don't know she was promoting this uh like peach eyeliner which every brand drugstore included has great peach eyeliners that like open your eyes you know what i mean like you don't have to put white because it looks like really stark but it like makes you look more awake whatever yeah, sure someone literally commented like so a white eyeliner like literally and she made a whole other tiktok also with eligible for commission on it and said like, no, this is actually like an off-white, like a peach like this. And it was like this whole other sponsored thing. I'm like, girl, you get what they're saying. Like every other brand has this. And she's like, but this is a trio. Uh -huh. It's like, okay, girl, I don't know what to tell you. I feel like I would always also try, like if I was doing a lot of sponsorships, I was trying to then put out more non-sponsored content to like make up for yeah, it. Yeah, like when did we get to the point where every TikTok, like it's acceptable to just have every TikTok like eligible for commission? Yeah, well, I mean, honestly, when did we get to the point where you could blatantly lie about stuff like Michaela? does and people still eat it up i'll never you forgive her for apparently. that suggestion one of the products stunk i was like what and then meanwhile she shit on all those other products that she like hadn't tried before people got really mad who's the guy oh uh william goss yes yes yeah that she was like shitting on his makeup but she just like wasn't and she also like even i thought it was weird that she did like a bunch of like primers and like facial stuff she to put, put on, too like, much on as a base and it she could put, put on like five different things yeah it could was, totally like, mess with everything else me i use like three primers but you want to make sure that all those formulas work well together before you do it like you don't want to try a bunch of different primers at once because it could like the formulas if one's like silicone one's water-based like it's a disaster anyway so we will move on to our last topic because we have three today honestly all were good ones i couldn't get rid of any single one because i was like we need to talk about each one this one is about keen lolly and ayla woodruff i know i'm fucking up that last name my bad about that i think that was right really oh period a lot of people have been commenting that we don't do like do we know them which first of all i do want to clarify that the concept behind that name yes it was definitely meant to like be applied to if we did know people but also it's just like if you're talking to someone you're like do we know them 
like do we know of them i think we fucked people up with like having i think before we had like the little counter or let not counter but the little like graphic that was like do we know them yes no maybe and then we just like didn't do that again it was supposed to be like do we know them personally maybe but then also like just are we aware of them yeah it's it's a double entendre is that what that's called i don't think that really applies but interesting <laughs> oh wait do we know them you know him no i was gonna say and this is one that i feel like we should know them but like for some reason i've never met him like i feel like he's in the same like youtube sphere that we would have been. well i've been in the same know? room as him a few times i think like at playlists and vidcon at the parties and stuff like i've definitely he's been around the the block but no i don't know him personally i've never met him he and molly if you don't know as well is a longtime youtuber he's been around forever he was in what is that name of the group o2l o2l of course you know trust me i was not familiar at the time no same i was never an o2l watcher but essentially that was like the hype house of youtube wasn't it like it was like a group of YouTubers. Was it yeah. Ricky? What's his name? Ricky Dillon. Ricky Dillon. And the only reason I JC, know who it is because Trevi was in it. Trevi Moran. Yeah. Okay. So there was a few mm -hmm. of them in it. Then later on, he grew up, obviously, because he was very young when he started. And him and JC went on to do things like their like influencer reality show where they give a bunch of money away, things like that. Reality House. Is that what it's called? Yeah. They have them do like different, I don't know, activities or... It's where Fousey got... Um, yes, Fousey where he got, got drunk punched. and punched. No, I think he punched yeah. uh, Brett... What's his name? Why can't I remember anyone's Bryce. name? No, it was... Uh, Bryce Hall punched him. Yes, Bryce Hall. That's the name. Why could I not remember that? So... Kia Molly has been a part of that, whatever. And along the way, he's also, I think, maintained his own YouTube channel. Like, I feel like people have seen him grow up over the years. I could be wrong about his consistency, but I think he's like never stopped posting on YouTube. They have a channel together, JC and him, but then I think he does have a personal one that maybe he doesn't update as much, but. Yeah. So in comes Ayla Woodruff, who is someone that started dating him in 2020, I want to say. That's when they started like their, the youngins call it a hard launch, isn't it? I think that, that applies to anyone. It's just when you you like define the relationship publicly. Oh, you knew about it. Interesting. I thought that was a new term I learned about on TikTok. Hard launch and soft launch. It'd be like, if you're like, this is my boyfriend is a hard launch. Yeah. And oh my you like post a, like a couple's photo. Are yeah. you Gen Z? That's not a young thing. <laughs> it is. So they did their hard launch, whatever. They started dating. Apparently they spoke about it on a podcast that they broke up twice. And ultimately Kian realized that like she was the only one that he wanted to be with. And so he ran back to her and said, I'm sorry, uh, all this shit and will you get back together with me? And she said yes. And surprise, they had a child. So the drama that we're going to talk about today is not the baby. Like, baby's great. Love him. Wish him well. All of that stuff. Uh, he didn't cause any drama. He's like one month old. He was going to say, we're not hating on the baby today. <laughs> we are talking about this because there's been a lot of conversation around Kian as a father because Ayla herself is also a YouTuber. She has a blog. She has a TikTok account and she speaks freely on them, which sometimes can get us into a little bit of trouble. The things that she's talked about have concerned people a little bit. I will go first to the first one that I saw, which is a clip from a YouTube video that started surfacing on TikTok. People like cut it and posted it. P.S. They actually hard launched in 2019. Oh my God. So it's been a while. But right now I just talk to myself and I feel like that's usually my night is I just sit by myself. I make dinners. I talk to myself. I watch TikToks. I hand key in his food. I come back out. I find a show and then I go to bed. This will probably be a very short YouTube video. 
but it's realistic and we're sticking to realistic. Someone had commented on that YouTube video and said, I'm curious to know if Kian playing video games is something you're okay with or if you'd crave a night out or quality time. To be completely honest, I've gotten used to it at this point, LOL. He loves his routine, so after a while, I got used to mine. And yeah, sometimes I do crave nights out with a smiley face. In the clip, did she say she like brings him his food and then... Oh yeah, you haven't seen like the gamer husband side of TikTok where it's like they make food and they like go into the dungeon and just like slip it through like a crack under the door. It's like, are you a goblin? Literally, like prison. Okay, so I have insight about this because I'm a gamer girl and I play every single night with my friends. So here's the thing. There's a few different elements to this. My only escape, like I stand by this, I don't go out with friends. We're parents 24 seven. So when my daughter's asleep, especially because I breastfeed her still, homegirl's like 12 years old. I, I need to get on that. But anyway, I'm like that lady from uh, Game of Thrones. She has, she's like breastfeeding her six year old. My husband knows that it is really important to me to play video games. I It's my outlet. I have fun with my friends. I'm laughing. It's literally like three hours of my life maximum. And then I have to go to sleep. But there are exceptions. First of all, it's hard because my husband doesn't cook. I'm the one that cooks. It's not like he's like cooking me a meal and then like I don't come out to eat it. Like that wouldn't happen. The only way that I'll eat it while I'm playing is if it's like a lone meal. Like the other day I literally ordered food just for myself. My husband wasn't hungry. I will eat that while I'm playing. But if everyone has food, I'm gonna go eat that with them. I mean, also though, like, are you eating while you're playing? Like, don't you kind of have to stop girl you don't want to know what that looks like it's pretty it's barbaric i think of um i don't even remember what clip this was but i remember there was a wife that was like putting her foot down about like the guy was playing too much video games and he got so upset because she like unplugged something like mid game and that is was annoying like, can you just stop and he like didn't like freak out on her but he just kind of like freaked out in general he's like i have nothing i work all day i just want to come home and have this like one hour or two of time to just zone out and you're taking that away i understand that sentiment because i feel the connection to video games as an escape very deeply but there's different pieces to it i am a mom first then i'm a wife then i'm an employee of do we know them podcast then <laughs> I am a Fortnite girly, okay? There is many things that come before my video games. The reason why I play video games at night and usually why I'm up till like two in the morning is because everyone is asleep. My kids are bathed, they are fed, they are put to sleep. And anybody that comes home after a day of work, like, you know what I have to do right now? It's 8 p.m. my time, it's bedtime. As soon as we finish this, before I could take off my makeup, before I could change, I go downstairs, I grab my daughter, she goes straight to the bath. There are non-negotiables. Like I'm not gonna just like right now, just be like, oh, I've been working, like I edited today and then now I'm filming and like, oh, I just really wanna vibe on Fortnite. There's no world where that happens. You have responsibilities. But the other element of it is that if your partner is not okay with it, so like my husband, what he likes to do at night, what he decompresses with is he he will sit down and he will watch YouTube videos of people who travel around the world. Okay, I don't know if he's like pretending he's them. I'm not sure what he finds appealing about that. They seem That's very really boring, wholesome. but Slay Away King. We used to watch a bunch of shows together and we kind of like fell behind because I play Fortnite. So I will like check in with him every so often. I'm like, do you want to watch our show? Or like, do you not? And some nights he'll just be too tired. But if he wants to watch a show, then Fortnite's not happening or it's happening after we watch a couple of episodes. Like that time with your partner, especially if they're outside in the kitchen and they birthed your child and they're cooking you a meal. I mean, I would just at least check in with her and be like, hey, are you okay? Like, do you want to be alone? Do you want me to be here? Like, what do you want right now? Like, I feel like he really likes video games, which I understand, but it just seems like she wants that connection and he doesn't really 
ever check in with that. Well, because it doesn't seem like she has like an equivalent outlet to have Bingo. her decompressing yeah. time. So it's like, she's just having to be like, well, I guess this is what I'm doing. That seems like more of like his mom bringing him food. And like, I would think that he would want to either have that time with her that it's like they can schedule out or help her find something that she then wants to do. So it doesn't feel like she's like just resenting him for like doing his own thing and leaving her all alone. For sure. But the next drama or thing that got people really riled up, and this one was even more than that one, was her posting this TikTok. Being a parent is so funny. I just had to convince Kian to let me go to an appointment that I had been wanting to go to for so long. Obviously, before a baby, you go to appointments whenever you want to. Going out is very easy. Having a child is like asking your partner, like we ask each other, can I take a shower? Can I like take a break real quick and like do some laundry? Simple things. I wanted to go to this appointment. I was gonna either bring my son, but it's raining. So I was like, I'm not gonna take the chance. Or two, I leave him with his dad for three hours and hope that Kian says yes. He did, but the convincing was that when I get home, he gets to go to the gym and then tomorrow he gets a full free day without the baby, which, you know, he's still gonna be there with the baby, but he doesn't have to do like the feedings and stuff. So sometimes you just have to compromise on having a life. Girl, well, she does specify later and we'll watch that clip, I assume after this. It was a Botox appointment. So it wasn't like she was going like, cause she had the flu or something, which it does make a difference. But I like- shit if it was a fucking asshole bleaching appointment. It's your appointment. Basically people were like, you had like a medical thing that you needed to go to and he couldn't even watch the kid. And she was like, it was like an elective thing but that doesn't matter i understand that that's what she's saying but i don't know she's trying to like reduce the priority of it i mean and she, they just got a ton of backlash and people were shitting on kian so she was defending him i think but also the takeaway here is the compromise is how long does a botox appointment take um i could tell you because i've gotten it and not recently as you can tell not long so she'd probably be gone i guess they're in la so it takes a long time to get everywhere so she's maybe gonna be gone two hours tops he then in exchange because apparently they had to like barter for this that he gets to go to the gym and then also gets a free full day the next day when it seems like her default is that she always has the kid and that's always something she has to be worried about. Here's what I've gathered from being a parent and having a very supportive partner who I don't really have to ask to do much. I feel like the mom, no matter what, obviously there's different dynamics and circumstances, but the mom, no matter what, even when you are- Feels responsible. I mean, there's no other way. You birth that child, you have this like, I always say it's like an invisible umbilical cord. Every single element of my life personally, just I, I feel guilt. When I'm working, I feel guilt. When I'm out with my friends, it's unbearable. All we talk about is our kids while we're there and then I can't wait to get home. And then I literally look at my daughter the second I get in the door, I say, I'm so sorry. Like, it's just ridiculous. It's like not something anybody put on me, it's that I don't disconnect ever from my children. They are always a part of me. I see it still in my mom now and I'm 30 years old. It is something that no matter whom has the child at the moment, the mom is always gonna be there, mentally, physically, whatever. So that's one thing. The other thing is as a parent, do I understand having discussions about things like showers and shits and stuff? Yeah. Like, no, I don't ask my husband for permission to shower, but will I coordinate with him to shower? Yeah. 
Because if I don't, then maybe my kids will draw on my couch. Maybe they'll drink Windex. Like we have to make sure we're in coots here. I think she is obviously like a vlogger. So she's venting about stuff, but not even like, I don't think she, she doesn't even seem necessarily angry in that clip. And she's saying that like, they have to ask each other to shower. I don't think she even literally means it. Like ask permission because they're going to say no. I think it's what you just said. It's like coordinating. Yeah, for sure. And the gym thing, I understand. Because even now, my son is six, my daughter's two. There are situations where if I get a moment, let's say if I go and I don't know, do my nails and then I go to Target and I'm just chilling and I come home, I'll look at my husband. I'll be like, you want to go outside and like smoke a cigar or something? Like it's almost like this unspoken exchange of like, I vibe. Do you want to vibe? Like, I understand that. But when she went on like past the gym time and she's just like, and tomorrow he gets no time with the baby. Excuse me? It just seemed like a very unequal kind Bitch, of situation. that doesn't like exist. As long as you're in the same house yeah. as me, there is no day without the baby. And I don't care if it's feeding, it's whatever. And especially if you're going to be there anyway, the fact that he would just be like, you take all the hard yeah, stuff. Yeah, purposefully like, useless. It's like, mm, that's not an option here. So sorry. You wouldn't think that it would have to be a barter. You'd think it would be like he would feel bad watching her do all the 100%. work and then just sitting there. Because that's what we would do <laughs> as women. It's like, I would never just sit by and let that happen. But anyway, she got so much backlash that she eventually had to explain everything. Okay, I need to clear something up with you guys. So as many of you have seen, there was a video that I posted the other day and it came off completely the wrong way. The video was meant to highlight how crazy it is that when you become parents, your free time changes. You don't get to just do stuff on a whim. You have to communicate things with your partner. I said in the video that I needed to go to an appointment, which everyone thinks it was an appointment for the doctors and my mental health. It was an appointment for Botox. And I genuinely wanted to go to this appointment, which my nurse was booked up for two months. She happened to have a free day because someone canceled. So that's why I wanted to go so bad that day. So so jokingly, I offered to Kian that he could have the whole next day if he just let me go to this appointment. And if you guys actually follow me and Kian, you watch our TikToks, you watch our YouTube, you know we're constantly joking with each other. Like we're very lighthearted, funny people. Kian obviously did not get the whole day without the baby. He wouldn't even do that. He loves our son more than anything in the entire world. I just, when I saw this, I'm like, girl, what did you think was going to happen when you posted that on TikTok? Like, it's just like, why would you, in what way did any of that seem like a joke? She literally was like, the condition was this. And there was no chuckle after there was nothing. It's like, anyway, off to my appointment. <laughs> it's like, what? You need to be careful about the things that you share in regards to your relationship. I know you vlog and it's like this very open thing. When it comes to a family dynamic, people are going to pick that a fucking part. I mean, look at what we're doing. We're well, covering I mean, that's this. That's what we say with Michelle, the bartender. Don't open that up for the conversation to be had. And the conversations, especially when they're around your children, are going to hurt you so much more. So it's something that it's like, do not put your kids out there. I know they do show the baby and stuff he's very little now but just in the future like don't and then i think especially don't make like conflict between or like problems quote unquote with your family part of your content i was gonna say you don't even want to do that in your personal life with like your mom for instance you don't want to tell her everything that happens with your marriage because it's just gonna draw you know weird things i don't know i just don't think you should share this much ever and it, it reminds me even of michelle the bartender again where it's like she wants to have both sides of it because she wants to vent to her audience and be like my husband's so annoying but then as soon as her audience is like yeah he's the worst divorce him she's like how dare you yeah ayla's a little bit less like that you know she's definitely a lot sweeter and like oh for sure than no, about it. oh my god i'm not actually comparing them it's just a similar sentiment that like the more you offer the more people are gonna 
can't like have opinions on it. Right. I'm sorry, but would a bad dad have this book? He has read this book back and forth, literally put post-it notes on things that he finds most important, things he wants to go back and read on how to be a good dad. This man spends every single morning excited to wake up to our son. He changes him, he feeds him, he always takes him for a walk, just the two of them. Bottom line, Keen is the most amazing father I could have ever asked for and I am so sorry that that video made it seem like he was anything other than that. I appreciate those people that were just looking out for me, but I promise I'm okay, Ghost is okay, and Kian is okay. We are brand new parents, guys, so we are learning every single day how to navigate this world, so please be patient with us. People were clowning her for the book thing. So I had seen the first half of it, but I didn't see the book part until right now. I saw that people were clowning her for it and being like, ooh, well, he has this book, he must be a good dad. The dedication to the book, I think, was what she was trying to show more than like he just bought a book that he read what, like, you know, still, I don't think you needed to like pull out proof to be like, look at this makes him a good dad. But I understand what she was trying to do. I mean, people were literally commenting. I'm sorry, you lost me at the book. Would a bad dad have this girl be for real? Like people were not having it. I understand again what she was trying to say. And honestly, if that is the truth, then that's if you're gonna share anything about your family, share that. Like never allow your significant other, even if you guys joke, like me and Nassim joke together all the time. And when we have done videos on my channel, I'm very much joking towards him, but I would never joke that he's a bad father or any anything like like it's just so out of the realm of possibility because it's so not true so do i believe that 100 percent there is no truth to what she was saying no because there's truth behind like every joke but i'm not in that family i'm not watching this like i'm not even an avid consumer of either one of them but there are people commenting i do find that interesting they say girl i've been watching kian for over 10 years he's not gonna change like there was a lot of people commenting this sentiment of kian being this irresponsible kind of like yeah i'm telling you people were on this but ultimately i think on a real level, human level, Ayla, if you're watching this for some god awful reason, don't share shit that you don't want turned back on you. It's not worth it. This is your family. It is the most precious, wonderful thing in your life. I'm hoping for your sake that all of that is true and just keep it to yourself. Don't allow people to touch it. Like this vlogging thing, it's gonna go south fast. And it could be something you think is like the most harmless, like not a big deal, but people will find ways to pick it apart. Especially again, when it comes to children and husbands, like the number one thing on TikTok, like the trend is just to tell you to get divorced and like I get it men suck but it's also like if that's not what you want to hear maybe don't come to TikTok for advice or to joke around because they're going to tell you to leave your man but anyway that is pretty much it I do have a we love the internet I don't want to forget to do this segment anymore so I was scrolling last night and I saw this TikTok of someone who convinced their grandmother that GTA so it was gameplay of GTA Grand Theft Auto was like an actual news clip and that someone was in a police chase and oh, she was in already. hysterics yeah he needed to be stopped. That could be a life, life shot. Oh, is he stupid? Boy, that guy needed to be, get stopped. Where does she think the camera no. is? I know the camera is so bizarre. Like, oh, how does she not crazy. catch up with the camera? Look, <laughs> there's a drone chasing it. Oh my god, that should. Oh my god, and he's still going. Yeah, boy, and we have the fact that she isn't see that those are the utah the mountains right there see that are you kidding yep, there they are she goes yes bless, bless those heart. are the utah they mountains go, uh, ogden. <clears throat> yeah this was near ogden yeah do you recognize this place yeah <laughs> I used to live in yeah see there's City. there's the sagebrush right there see that oh yeah stupid 
idiot. <laughs> literally, like, I, like the camera work is so yeah, bizarre. Like, one, the camera work is very shoddy anyway. But then also, I'm like, how do you think they're getting these shots? Literally, it's like going from the front, like right on the car and then like zooming in and out <laughs> to like, to, like literally above, seeing behind like... the car. But she just, you know, she was worried. Oh, and bless her heart. Um, she's a queen. I'll spend some time in the coming week to build up a library of content for this that's fine uh you know we can either have it both of us share one one of us if the other one doesn't have for a week it doesn't matter as long as we do the segment so there it is anyway if you guys stay till the end we really appreciate you happy new year again we didn't get to tell you yeah no i'm gonna have short hair though next week oh my god that's true next episode you guys are gonna see uh lily's new hair so that's something to look forward to it's been so painful to have it down and just like hanging here it's just really like, it, i just hate it really it, well usually it's because it gets caught in my headphones and it gets uncomfortable oh Oh, it's a sensory thing. Anyway, that's where we'll leave you. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And yeah, as always, we will see you on Monday. Bye. Cheers. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.